Hello and welcome to episode two of the Chaircast. Again, I am your host, Chris Schroff, and for the first time ever, we have our first guest, Griffin Meredith. Hi, I'm Griffin. It's great to be here, Chris. Thank you for bringing me on. Oh, thank you for being on. Um, how do you know about my chair things? About your, your chair activities yes. in general? Because, I don't know, if, if, if anyone has not checked out um, Chris's Instagram... That's Schroffenstein. At, at Schroffenstein. Um, it's delightful, filled with chairs, and nothing but. There's nothing that I like better than, than a good chair. <laughs> then you're ready for this podcast. <laughs> I'm in the right place. All I'll right, tell you, I'm in a good place. Let's go ahead and jump right in to the facts. Facts are what I need to know. That's what I'm here for. Griffin Meredith, turn your phone off. <laughs> Sorry. Did you know? That rocking chairs are great for relaxing, but for 480 hours? In Atlanta, Georgia, resident Dennis Easterling set a record for nonstop rocking for 480 oh, hours. he didn't stop rocking? He didn't stop rocking. I thought rocking. he was just sitting in the chair the whole time. No, he was rocking like... That brings up a few questions. I'm wondering, was he using his legs primarily for the rocking? I feel like you'd get tired. I don't know if there were any rules on whether or not he could swing his legs. Right. Because that would be more... There ha- you would assume that there would be rules against somebody else rocking him. I'm sure it had to be him. Yeah. And just so everyone knows, that's 20 days of continuous rocking. 20 days? 20 days of just sitting there rocking, no that stop. Sounds, that sounds a lot longer than the I want to know if he was said. allowed to eat. Surely... He, I don't think you. I don't think a human can go twenty days without without eating. You never know. I could be wrong. You definitely I've might been, be. I've been wrong. I'm the chair expert here. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Did you know that in Cuba, Missouri, 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 not Misery, the movie, okay, or the book by Stephen King, um, you can find one rocking chair that doesn't get too much use. Surely. A challenge to local wood furniture manufacturers. It is as tall as 42 feet high. Hmm. And if you wanted to buy this thing, anybody out there that wants a 42-foot tall rocking chair, it's $22,000. That's it? Yeah. $22,000. It's pretty cheap. But if you do have $22,000 just lying around, please give it to me (laughs) so that I can further expand my chair uh, media. You would jump... You would skyrocket oh, yeah. to I the would, top of the chair world. I would advertise everywhere. Yeah. And that's all for the chair facts this time, because we want to get to know Mr. Griffin's um, knowledge. I appreciate, I appreciate you cutting down on the facts um, for, for me being in this episode. Thank um, you. I have been reading up on chairs, and I'm, I'm confident that I... Um, do you have anything specifically that you would like to talk about? I wrote a poem. A poem? Yes. Let's hear it. Okay, so it's on my phone, which you made me turn, <laughs> you turn off. it off. Yeah, so my bad. I'm gonna turn it back on, and uh, I take a lot of pride in this one. So okay, I'm gonna have to ask you to take it seriously. I'm going to take it seriously. I take everything about chairs seriously. Just ask the listeners. I can't hear them. Oh, <laughs> my bad. I don't know how podcasts work. I just started this. This is the second episode. The first episode was great, by the way. Okay, yeah, he just listened to it, by the way. I did. Like, prior to listening to this, because he didn't listen to it. I've just heard the whenever new Whenever it came out. I've just heard the first episode, and it was, it was delightful. Um, 
for those of you who are listening to this as your first episode, I suggest that you go back and listen to Chris's actual first episode where he alone talked about chairs for 17 minutes, which was a feat that I didn't think, um, I didn't think he was capable of. Well, you've been proven wrong. I have been proven wrong. You just let me know when you're ready for my poem. I'm ready for your poem. The title is A Chair, An Old Wooden Chair by Griffin Meredith. A chair, an old wooden chair, growing increasingly frail with every passing day. It knows that no one will stay for a seat. This chair is the essence of defeat and deceit. It will not hold you. It will not withstand your mass. It alone is just an old wooden excuse for a place to be seated. Careful of the chair, kids, a mother says to her children. It will give you a splinter. Does this hinder the children? No. They know they can. They know they're light enough to sit in the chair. But they aren't. The chair crumbles. The children scream. We knew this chair was not to be held in high esteem, but a murderous chair? Indeed, a murderous chair it was, for the children are dead, and the chair is in ruins, and the mother sleeps alone. An old wooden chair. That got dark. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. But so dark. (laughs) Came from the heart, Chris. I'm a little broken up. Have you experienced any chair trauma? I've had my share of splinters. Um, Haven't we all? We have. We have. Perhaps the chair's greatest downfall is the um, possibility for a splinter. Which is where we get into the metal chairs and the cushion chairs. There are so many great types of chairs that won't give you splinters, so it's just such... There's just, It's a great... Oh, yes. They're a <laughs> great seating, seating apparatus. Chairs are a great seating apparatus. <laughs> For sure. Like I said in my first episode, the best thing humanity has ever created. It's a bold statement, but one that is 100% accurate. Scientists have talked about it for many centuries. I've also heard the scientists. Yes. I'm, I may be the scientist. PhD. Oh yeah, uh, Chris did divulge to me that he plans on one day getting his PhD in chairs. Yes. Um, that's being released to you now. You now know that Chris will one day be... Dr. Chair. Dr. Chair. I'm going to change my name. Um, next, I wanted to play a little game with you. I'm excited. Um, also, confident. Confident, yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you one, two, three, four, five, six facts about chairs. All right. And you have to tell me whether you think it's true or false. True or false. All right. Okay. How many questions? Um, six, I okay. think I said. Okay. All right. The first fact, or non-fact. Emperor Menelik II made an electric chair into his throne. Okay, so there he made an electric chair into a throne. Yes. Okay. Um, I could see how this could be appealing um, to an emperor. But I don't know if you would come right out of the gate with a true statement. True. I say true. It is true. Yes. Now, to expand on that fact. I would love to hear more about it. After Thomas Edison invented the electric chair, mm-hmm. Emperor Menelik ordered a bunch of them from... <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, hey, I want to execute a bunch of people whenever wow. they do something wrong. Didn't even need a bunch of them. Then just he came to find out... Just needed the one. That... Everything that you ruled over had no electricity. <laughs> Come to find out. <laughs> yeah. 
So he had no way to power these chips. Big mistake. Dire. So he decided to fashion it into his own throne. Um, He's resourceful. I'll give him that. Second thing. A man named Charles Leffer in 1982 made his house entirely out of chairs. This sounds unlikely. What was his name? Charles Leffer. Leffer. Hmm. Um, I'm going to have to go with that. False on that one. It is false. Yeah. Whew. Two for two. All two right. For two. Are there rules? Am, am I trying to win? Um. And if so, how many questions do I need to get right to win? Um, you need to get all of them right to win. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every single one of them. Understood. If not, you fail. Sure. Third. Vladimir Putin has a chair made entirely out of walrus skin. Hmm. The old poot, huh? He's up to it again. Walrus, eh? Yes. No, that sounds... That sounds crazy. Putin doesn't have a walrus chair. <laughs> False. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> I almost... I almost changed my mind because I'm, I'm pretty sure... I don't know. If I was in Putin's position, I could... I could have a walrus chair. Yeah, you, know? you could. I would. What's to stop Putin from getting a walrus chair? Nothing. I would have a chair made of all the animal hides. All the marine animals. Not just marine animals. Yo, you're saying all, all animals. <laughs> One day, Chris is going to have a naked. Mansion. I'm going to have a naked mole rat chair. Oh, that would be comprised of so many mole rats. Next question. <laughs> so many mole rats would die. <laughs> Charles Darwin, the right. man behind Darwinism. Reputable. Invented the first office chair. Okay. Darwin, he's a... I don't, I don't know anything about Charles Darwin. Um, Do you know anything about Darwinism? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say true. Yeah, he invented the office chair. It is true. Yes! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> he invented a chair that had small wheels on the bottom so he could roll around his office. Sure. Or, I don't know if he had an office, but sure, it was his desk or wherever he sat. Somewhat of an office. Space that he needed to roll around. Germany has a chair racing competition. Much like the horse racing competitions. <laughs> okay. But for chairs. Okay. Now you see it first. I, I thought this is plausible. Um, chairs can be raced. They had wheels. Um, but then you went out on a limb and compared it to horse racing. <laughs> Um, false. No, there's no chair races happening in Germany. They do have chair races in Oh, Germany. no! I've lost. And you were correct. They are like office chairs and people ride on them. Okay, and half point? Race. Half point. Half point. Um, I'll, I think I'll, I'll kind of give it to you since I kind of swayed you away from you it. You led me the wrong direction. Yes. I'm still in it, folks. Alright. This is the deciding factoid thing. High sticks. <laughs> doesn't get more intense than this. We're staring into each other's eyes right now, those of you who cannot see, which is should be all of you. I felt that was implied. I hope you I hope you cannot see. Chairs have killed more people than guns. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take a step back and analyze this. Chairs have killed more people Your than guns. Your poem was about chairs killing people. Well, this is that's why I need to take a moment to think about yes. this at, at first glance. You think, no, obviously guns have killed more people, but then 
I don't know, I've heard many, many people say that guns don't kill people. Have I've never heard anyone say that chairs don't kill people. Exactly. There's a reason why people don't say that. Repeat the question. It's not a question. Repeat the statement. Chairs have killed more people than guns. True. <laughs> That's false. <laughs> no! <laughs> I lost! <laughs> it's okay. Oh, and the stakes were so high. Yes, there was literally literally nothing on the line. <laughs> Not this time. Other than your pride. Just didn't have that to start with. Um, so maybe next time you're on, if there is a next time. I certainly hope so. You will, if a chair doesn't kill you. I asked the listeners to, um, to ask to have me back if they've enjoyed this episode. You will have, you may have a chance to redeem yourself. Okay, sure. So next up for our next segment, we have a guest game. Oh, I did. I did come up with uh, with a game that I would yes. like to play as well. Um, in in this segment, I will be asking uh, Chris a few questions. Kind of like my game. It, it's similar. It's similar to Chris's game. There aren't too many chair based games out there. They're not. I we've literally had to create every one that we have to come up with. Anything you're getting is an original. Um, so I I I have uh, listed a few things that were invented. They're all inventions. Um. Either before or after chairs. As we know from, from Chris's first episode, um, chairs, 16th century. 16th century. Is when century. they became um, common. Um, so these, these all took place kind of around that time, and I'm just going to have to ask you if it was, um, if it was before or after. Okay. okay. Before we start, I just have to remind the audience that my main knowledge is in chairs. I literally try to know nothing about anything else. He do, I think he does make it a point to uh, to only take in new information if it's if it's on shares. Um, he pretty much blocks out everything else. So, do I go to school? Maybe, maybe not. No one's ever seen him there. Okay. All right. First one. Razor blades. Razor blades. For shaving. For shaving. Before or after chairs. I have one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve of these. Oh goodness, we uh, might have to cut you a little short. <laughs> we have to. We still have to get to listener questions. I understood. We have to get to listener Let's questions. Do Let's do five. Okay. All right. We did six of yours, but we'll do yes. five of mine because you're the you're the host. I am the host. Okay. So. Um, I'm gonna say that razor blades are definitely BC before chairs. <laughs> you are correct. Razors are BC before chairs. Moving on. Telescopes. 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 Um, I'm say I would say that chairs probably made people want to see them from long distances, so Makes they sense. came AC after chairs. That is correct. Two for two. Two for two. You as well have to get all five to okay. win the game. Was my reasoning correct for that one? Yeah. No. You thought okay. process was great. I feel like you're doing well. All right. Moving right along. And this should be common knowledge. The printing press. The printing press. Before or after chairs? They definitely came after. That's wrong, Chris. They came really? before chairs. Is yes. It? yes. I don't know anything about anything well, other than chairs. If you get four for five, then you, you still win. Because, you know, <laughs> rules are We're rules. We're changing the rules. <laughs> Moving right along. 
Zippers on zippers for pants. Zippers, no. I'm going to have to say AC. AC. Zippers are after chairs, you're correct. Because people were sitting down on chairs and their buttons would come undone yeah. on their chair, Obviously. on their pants mm-hmm. whenever they would sit down because they had to spread right. their legs across their legs whenever they sat because there was no sitting before Obviously. chairs. If the listeners are not coming to these conclusions on their own, they have quite a few things to yeah. learn about chairs. Which is why I'm here. That's why Chris is here. That's why Chris is here. He's an angel. Chair Angel. Alrighty, you ready? I am ready. How many have we done? Is this the last one? I don't know. Alright. This this <laughs> is to take this is to win it all. Okay. And it's a toughie. Ugh. The submarine. The submarine. Underwater exploration device. Now if you all take a moment. There are chairs inside submarines. Most of them. All submarines that I have seen have chairs in them. I'm going to say AC. I did that to trick you up, Chris. It's BC. Before chairs, the first working submarine was actually developed quite a bit before chairs were in common use. Now, chairs, to be fair, chairs were invented probably before most of these um, in in ancient Egypt. But um, I'm referring to when chairs started to be commonly used (sighs) in the 16th century. So submarines were invented... um, before chairs. Oh my gosh. I thought I had that one. Well, you'll get them next time. I will get them next time. But because I lost, you will never be on this show again. Understood. Yes. Alright, next up comes listener questions. Now, if you do have a question, I'll remind you to email thechaircast at gmail.com. That is thechaircast at gmail.com. Get real weird with it. Yes. Um... Since the first episode, how many questions do you think I've gotten, Griffin? The first episode was pretty good. Um, I'm going to have to say you've gotten at least 15 to 20 questions. I was hoping you would be a little more pessimistic <laughs> and that I would surprise you. Okay. Well, I just I thought so highly of the first episode, but not everyone um, shares our enthusiasm on, um, on the chair. Yes. I have gotten eight questions. That's, that is pretty darn good. Some of them are not questions. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> the very first question I have gotten came from my very own brother, Michael Schroff. Shout out, M. Schroff. Um, Michael here does not understand the concept of listener questions. Okay, get on board. I saw his email, thought it would be a good question. Come to realize he just said, Chair. Chair. Yes. Singular. Singular. Not possessive. Nothing more than that. Well, this man is clearly delusional. Let's... Try again, Michael. Try again. Send in a better question, Michael. (sighs) Dustin Smith asks... Hey! Now, most of these are directed towards me, but feel free to answer I'll weigh in if if you feel like I should. Some of these questions may also be similar, which is... I would ask you to take... Griffin's advice and get weird with it. Get weird with it. Yeah. Not too weird. This is a family-friendly show. Um, I was asked to be family-friendly upon coming on the show. Dustin asks, what is your favorite type of chair and why is that? Sweet question, Dustin. Um, this is a conflicting question to me because my life is consumed by chairs and, um, I sit in them regularly. I have a reclining chair in my own room, which I enjoy quite a bit. But not many people appreciate rocking chairs as much as they used to. Rocking chairs are great. I love a good rocking chair. 
get that good rocking chair. Not for 20 days. 20 days is too long. But I do love a rocking chair. I'm going to say rocking chair with a cushion. Rocking chair with a cushion? That's a yes. solid chair. What about yes. you, Griffin? My favorite chair, um, I love a good armchair. Lazy armchair. boy recliner. Yes. Love it. I, I would multifunctional. You could take a nap, you know, watch TV, eat, eat, some, eat some food, whatever I, you need to do. I probably would stay in there for 20 days. Yeah. And if it rocks, then you're good. It, yeah. And most of them do rock. Yes. So, you know. I would say that's a very close second for yeah. me. Well, that's a pretty much just a better version of, of what you said your favorite chair was in every way. So, yes. Um, this next email comes from Destiny Crider, which I believe she's known as Jolie Crider. To most of her friends. Holly. I know this nice, nice lady slash girl. Um, she didn't ask a question, but she wrote a rather long paragraph to me. I'm just going to read a little bit of it because she's very kind to me. She says, I think you should, from now on, call yourself Chris the Chair King or Chris the Chaircast King. Boom. I enjoy your podcast, and I want to know if a massage chair is a true chair. Wow. Okay, she does ask a question. Sure, that was that was you know just fantastic. Um, a massage chair. I'm gonna have to say is a chair, mm-hmm. be- yeah. because I mean, just because it has electronics in it, not an electric chair, but um, it has electronics in it and things that will massage your back. I'd say that's a good chair. A chair is a chair is a chair is a chair. That's my motto. Um, she goes on to sit, talk about how I need to make a chair company and Whoa. this kind of stuff. Whoa. But I'm not there yet. Thinking maybe pretty if, far in the future, but yeah, we'll get there. Maybe if all of you want to donate some money to me, do that. Um, I have personally already donated $8,000. So step that up. We're waiting. Um, Jesse Doucette asks, Okay, Chris. What is the most comfortable chair ever made? And is there such a thing as a PhD for someone that wants to be a chair expert? Well, this this fits right online on what we were talking about earlier. Right. With the Lazy Boy. Mm-hmm. I'd say the Lazy Boy is the most comfortable chair. Yeah. You can do just so many things with it, like Griffin said. Mm-hmm. I also like those chairs that are shaped like uh, like mushrooms, like gaming chairs. Mm, yeah. Those are comfortable as well. Yeah. I like the egg chairs. Egg chairs are great. Yeah. Um, Jay Ryan, I think, who is known as Jasmine, that's her first name. Jazz. Um, she asks, help! You misspelled help. H-A-L-P? Yes, yes. Help. A question that has plagued my thoughts lately. Whoa. What constitutes the difference between a chair and a love seat? Is a love seat a small couch or a large chair? Help. Hmm. Wow. This is um. This is at first I was going to just viciously berate her yes. um, first for because I thought it was a bad question. But the more I think about it, a love seat, kind of like a big chair, Chris. Kinda where's like where's your where are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm going to have to go with small couch. Small couch. It's not referred to as a chair, so because my thing is my definition of a chair and. The definition on many of the definition sites like sure. Oxford and all these places. Right. Also in the dictionary, um, they usually mention a chair as being something of one person being able to sit in. Right. So yeah, no, You're made right. for one You're person. Right. You're Love right. seats, made for two people. Yeah, that's an excellent answer to an excellent question. Uh, thank you for asking. Oh, I wonder 
make sure I tell everyone thank you for listening. Thank you for asking these questions. Um, Ashlyn Stamps, get ready for this, asks, OMG, 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 Chris, so tell me, dot, 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 if you had to bestow your beautiful bottom in one chair for the rest of eternity, what kind of chair would it be? P.S. I am so totally like your fifth biggest fan. Wow. I think this goes back to the love seat. You have to rest your bottom? If I have to rest my bottom in something, my beautiful bottom, as she stated. Right. I think it needs to be a love seat. I can concur that, that it is a beautiful bottom. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, Griffin has seen it. I've seen it. It wasn't my decision. Pulled his pants down one day. Yeah, twice. Same day. Um, let's not talk about that. Okay. Thank uh, you for having me on the show, Chris. We're not done with the questions. <laughs> so you sit back down in that chair. I would love to hear more. <laughs> um, Becca Stells. Becca, Beckels. I don't know how to say this. Becca, Becca Stells. Oh, Allie. It's <laughs> Allie. It's quite different. <laughs> Ugh, my bad. Sorry, Allie. The opposite. Thank you for listening. What you were saying. She asks, why are you so obsessed with chairs? What started this obsession? I'm interested to know this as well. A good question that um, I'm surprised I didn't get more questions about. I don't need the question anymore now that it has been asked. Um, It all started one day. If you follow me on Instagram, you can go back to the very first chair picture that I ever posted. That's at Schroffenstein. Um, I saw a chair just sitting there on the ground in one of my classrooms. And I said, hey, what if I took up chair photography? And somebody said, hey, that's a good idea. So I started doing it. And the more pictures I took of chairs, the more I got obsessed with them. I loved them. I loved sitting in them, sleeping in them, looking at them, caressing them. It's an addiction. It's an addiction. I, I may have a problem. You may see me on Weird Addictions one day. There are, um, there are worse addictions to have. I suggest to, um, to any recovering addicts, immerse yourself in the chair. Yes. It's better to be addicted in chairs, two chairs, and in chairs. It's a high like no other. Than cocaine. Maybe. I've never done cocaine. Have you ever done cocaine? I have no experience with cocaine. Okay. Good. Good lie. <laughs> um, the last question comes from Chelsea Wells. She asks, and I haven't read this question prior to this. I think it came in pretty recently. Chelsea Wells. She asks, if you could only sit in one chair for the rest of your life and you got to create it, what color would it be? Hmm. How would it feel? Hmm. Would it be big? Just give the basics. Or go into detail if your podcast, it's your podcast, you do what you want. Okay. Thank you for listening, Chelsea, and thank you for asking. Very accommodating question. Yes. Um, My chair would have to be the color. Let's start with the color. This is a chair of your own design. Yes, a chair of my own design. Now let's get deep into it. Um, I would like my chair's color to be... um, Black... Elegant. With white stripes along the arms yes, of the chair. I can see it. Um, the cushion, the seat and the back of the chair would have ample cushions to support all my body weight mm-hmm. and 
make it comfortable for right. the rest of eternity. That beautiful bottom in there. That beautiful bottom. And um, the armchairs would be made of a nice polished wood. Oh, sure. This is getting classier by the yes, moment. Because I like a nice polished wood. Now it would be dyed black um, with the white stripes along it. Okay. Um, it would be shiny. A shiny arms. Sh- a shiny arms, not a shiny arms, to the chair. Um, it would be a rocking chair, most definitely. Yeah? Okay. It would be a black and white, partly wood. Yes. Classy rocking chair. What about you, Griffin? A chair of my own design, eh? Huge. Huge. Is the first word that comes to mind. Uh. Huge. This chair will tower above the 42-foot chair. Let's get that straight. It'll be at least 242 feet tall. You want to build a small town on this chair. Well, no. See, you're you're thinking horizontally. I'm thinking vertically. Oh. This is just the back of the chair oh my. is extending this to this height. And um, the, um, the actual seat of the chair is rather small, like mm. a stool. But the back of the chair, um, it, it towers. It okay. towers. Um, velvet. There's velvet. another word that comes to mind immediately. Um, red, red velvet um, will cover this chair. And uh, velvet will cascade from the, um, from the enormous height. Velvet uh, ribbons or just the velvet? Velvet, um, you know, cloth, um, like, uh, like banners, I would have to say. And I hope that everyone can, uh, can picture this as beautifully as I can. But um, yeah, that, that would be my chair. Red velvet, 242 feet tall. Um, <laughs> Essentially a stool with a back. Where does the atmosphere end? Exactly. Hopefully above that. <laughs> Definitely. But the back of the chair will also be a ladder with which I can use to climb to escape from my enemies. Yeah, if you ever need to siege a tower or I may castle. Um, and that was the last question. So, Great questions. Fantastic. Great Keep questions. them coming. Get them weird. Aside from um, the first one, which was just a, um, a single word share. From my stupid brother. Yeah, we're going to have to ask that um, all other morons refrain from the, um, from the email. Don't, uh, don't send any dumb questions. Not that any of our listeners are morons. Well, Except just, for Michael. Just the one. Yeah. We'll have him answer for that whenever he's a guest, maybe. If he ever is a guest. Um, again, the email that you can ask questions is thechaircast at gmail.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Schroffenstein. Um, where can people find you, Griffin? Um, Griffin Meredith underscore on Instagram. That would be fantastic. Also, you can follow my store at Plato's Closet Beaumont. That would be fantastic as well. Yes, if you ever need to sell some clothes and buy some used clothes. It's a resale store in Beaumont. I would appreciate you guys following it on Instagram. If you're not from Beaumont, come to Beaumont. Come to Beaumont. And that is where we'll end it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.